With Virgin Media, you can build up the entertainment and tear down the price. Switch to Virgin Media today and get super-fast broadband and TV for just €49 a month for an awesome 12 months. The sale that stacks up. Now on. See virginmedia.ie and check out how our mobile sales stacks up too. T's and C's apply. See virginmedia.ie. 12-month contract. Offer ends 27th of February 2019. Everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to talk about blasphemy and people being arrested. We sure are. For it all around the world. We might be blasphemous in the process. <laughs> That's as we do quite it. possible, actually. More than likely. Knowing us. Oh, Dan. It's the wacky blasphemy <laughs> section. <laughs> Of the podcast, yeah, indeed. All right. Well, Dan, what, what would be the wacky, the wacky blasphemy section of our podcast? Would that just be the podcast? I, th- I think, I think the podcast counts for it. <laughs> it's the well, whole thing, by and large. I but think yeah, it, we, it counts for it. I think we manage it. It's wacky, yeah, and we're we're blasphemous. <laughs> we, so there you go. Yeah, there you have we're, it, we're, folks. We're the definition of blasphemy, right? I guess so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Talking about God the way that we talk about God? Yeah. As in not existing? As, as in, I think that's blasphemy. I think that's a pretty darn good form of <laughs> blasphemy, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there you well, go. All right, Dan. Well, do you want to go first or me? Well, I can go first. Okay. I have a pretty pretty, pretty good one to start with. Cool. Um, this is coming to us from the Salt Lake Tribune, mm. which was actually a, w- a wonderful source this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, there was just more than enough good stuff in the Salt Lake Fruitful. Tribune. So, um, in fact, this one, uh, the headline on it says, Getting Closer to God, If Not Rare Toads. Huh? <laughs> Did you yeah, say right. toads? Toads, as in... The things kind of like frogs, frog-like <laughs> toads, the amphibians, uh, the amphibians. Yes. Um, so this is a story um, about the group Interfaith Power and Light. Have you heard of them? No. They are a uh, Christian are environmentalist they, uh, group. Are they, are they like Utah Power and Light, which used <laughs> to send power bills out? Yeah. No. Oh. No. Um, they are an environmental coalition of churchgoers. Um, who are committed to getting like solar power put on church buildings and, uh, what was some of the other things? Um, let's see. Oh, combat climate change, Mm. do good in the environment, that kind of stuff. Um, but but then they'll slow down the, uh, the, the apocalypse. apocalypse. Yeah. These may not be that breed of, (laughs) how how are you going to force God to do the rapture? (laughs) Yeah. If you, if you... Just keep taking care of the earth. Yeah. Well, I think he can work it work it out <laughs> politically. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I think God can figure that one out. Sure. If if we take away the environmental issue, he'll figure it out politically <laughs> or some other way. God's... And why can't he just destroy the planet, for Christ's sake? Yeah. I mean, like, God's pretty clever. To. He's yeah. pretty clever. He can... Like, why do we have to do it for him? We don't. I think he could destroy but what I'm But what I'm saying out. is that clearly the logic has been presented that... If we as humans destroy it faster on our mm-hmm. own, it means that, that he has to have the second coming like right away. 
maybe this is the first. That may not be he, the way he works in mysterious ways, not predictable ways. <laughs> so I think he's hiding. <laughs> I think he's here somewhere, uh, and it's like it's like the Lord. Yeah, he's being all mysterious. It's like that song. What if God were one of us? <laughs> Just a slob like one all of us. us. Anyways, uh, so anyways, they were on the, this interfaith power and light group. They were they climbed up to the Albion Basin, mm. uh, where they That's were helping a... the U.S. Forest Service count uh, a rare boreal toad. Um, <laughs> and the, the thing here is like, oh, it's it's really just a service project, right? Right. But no, it's a little more than that. Oh. Um, well, first of all, the boreal toad <laughs> apparently only occupies one percent of its historic breeding uh, places. Oh, um, the, and they are—they're looking to. Um, it's under evaluation for uh, endangered species protections. Mm. So that's cool. Uh, so the volunteer, <laughs> but it says, the article says, for the volunteers, it's all about getting into God's creation and taking action to serve it. Yeah. Um, and then from this is a quote from Dale Dale Ann Peterson. Oh, Dale Ann. Dale Ann, um, a uh, a bountiful Episcopalian. Mm. I didn't even know there were Episcopalians in Bountiful. <laughs> I um, think they do allow them there. <laughs> they're not. They're not frequent. <laughs> um, says more and more we become so disconnected from nature. Uh, we might go to church on Sunday, but I feel like we're called to do more than that. Oh. So for, for Dale Ann, it's going and counting toads. Um, and uh, But sadly, our little Christian group didn't find any toads. Oh, no. The, the boreal toad is... Um, did they pray about it? Uh, I'm sure they did. Because um, you'd think... Just so you know, because there were a lot of kids on this thing. Oh, yeah, The yeah. kids at least did get to see some wildlife, uh, <laughs> including a brook trout that they pointed out to a fly fisherman who then hooked it. <laughs> so these people are protecting wildlife. They're, yeah, they're, well, they're, they're doing. You their... know what? It's uh, brook trout are delicious. Mm. Oh, that's true. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so this is just I don't know. It just struck me as kind of funny. <laughs> um, we learning more about where toads live. We hope will make people more passionate about their faith. Yeah, the, see now, now you've hooked me. Now you, you didn't have me until that. That's that is a fantastic statement. Why, why, why don't we go ahead? Is there any explanation on why that would work? Um, why, why learning about toads will make people more passionate about their faith? Well, um, no, <laughs> no, of course not. There's nothing. No, there, there, there's. This is the uh, there's there's. There's no good connection here. No, it, it's this really is strange that the, the the this is even a news story. I think the Tribune was desperate for right. a news story. Yeah, uh, because this is really not. I mean, it's it's obviously a service project that is of right little. Counting I mean, toads. I mean, it's and important. then you bring you bring kids who are it's probably important. yelling and scaring toads away. Yeah, no kidding, right? But here's yeah. but here's my point. Okay, if you take. Anything. And Mormons are in a unique position on this point. Okay. Because we get to hear people tell their little spiritual stories. Mormons, every month, they have what they call fast. We get to? And, well, we as former Mormons got to. There, okay, yeah. Um, and anytime we have to go back, God help us. 
anyway. Well, you have to. Yeah, exactly. You don't. You, you don't have any reasons to. But you married somebody who has an active Mormon family. I did. I did indeed. <laughs> I got lots of reasons why I have to keep going back. Mm. If I want to keep the fam- familial relations okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so every every month they have what's called fast and testimony meeting, and this oh. is a meeting where in, instead of their normal sacrament meeting, which is the meeting where they just sit there and listen to talks given by lay people, mm-hmm. the, it's like open mic night. It is, and and so everybody goes up and they do they bear their testimony mm-hmm. and uh, and. And they literally oftentimes will tell you long stories about what happened to them over the month. You know, if there was some, you know, they're out camping and there was some scare of some sort. And that's how they knew that God was there with them because the bear didn't end up eating little Timmy. Even though there really was no bear. Right. (laughs) I believe sometimes there was a bear. Or the bear mace worked. Right. Yeah, exactly. it was supposed to. Right. Or yeah. it was it was a small black bear, and black bears are afraid of people, and it just <laughs> wasn't a problem at all. Anyway, so like, but the thing is that that's when you get to hear people discussing their faith in that way. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about that is that uh, is is that you'll hear people shoehorning like a religious message mm-hmm. or digging a religious message out of a place that there is no religious message there at all. No, yeah. It's, I mean, it's as random as, you know, I walked past a tree and I was thinking about something and the tree just looked so beautiful with the sun behind it. And I mm-hmm. knew that that was God helping me. Right. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or like and, I, I was thinking about a thing and I was so depressed about it and I, I, you know, I just needed something. And then I saw the letter G in my alphabets and I thought, <laughs> and I knew it was God. And what, it's just like, that's the kind of thing. That, right. Right. So well, yeah, toads. And, sure. Why not toads? Well, and the great thing about. Fast and testimony meeting, which we used to call "Starve and Tell Your Story," um, <laughs> because you have to, you can't eat before. You can't eat. Yeah, you're not supposed to eat. Um, and so, <laughs> um, the um, there's always that one woman in the ward who oh, is yeah. like the one who's up there first every right, right. single oh, time. She's eager, and she's like, huh? she always starts out, and she's like, she's like. I was telling myself that I wasn't going to come up this Sunday. But then she was prompted. <laughs> but I, I just couldn't. I couldn't ignore the promptings of the spirit. <laughs> and then and she, every, goes, she starts crying. And every eye in the in the congregation rolls up into their head, and they just go, <laughs> "Okay, we can survive this." <laughs> oh God, it's Sister Johansson again. Yeah, yeah. For us, it was. Um, oh crap! What was her name? Well, there was, I think, Sister Carter when I was a little kid. <laughs> and she always just ran. Boom, 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 every single time. Oh, my God. It was God. amazing. Yeah. Oh, Mormons. It's, it's, it, I mean, you know, you, some people just need a, you know, there's this thing. This, it's a psychological quirk, I think, where some people just feel like they need a microphone and a venue to talk to, 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 talk to a bunch of people. And I think that's kind of pathetic. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm going for the irony Yay. here, people. Talking into a mic. <laughs> All right. Just start uh, crying and you'll 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 complete the whole I just, milieu. I just want you all to know that this is such a special thing for me. And I love you all so much. And believe so deeply in this podcast. Aww. All right. Anyway. Yeah, that was acting. Nice, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, well, they, that's nice. They're counting toads. They're, counting toads. They got their count. That's good things for Christians. Zero. You know what? Here's the thing. That's a good thing for Christians to do. A great thing Go for Christians. Go toads. count some toads. <laughs> it's a great thing for atheists to do. Yeah, everybody should be counting Everybody toads. should be out there, you know, go count some toads. Go count some toads. It won't kill you. You'll be in nature. No. It's pretty. The U.S. Forestry Service, they need to know how they, many toads there are. It's important. And they found out that day there weren't that many. Zero toads. Zero toads. Number of toads in the Albion Basin on that day. Zero. Zero. So, thank you, <laughs> Christians. We needed that knowledge. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Speaking of uh, knowledge, yes, uh, education. I think it's good. I'm yeah, pro. I'm pro like education. education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, one of the most dismal states to get an education in oh, in the United States of the these United States of America, yeah, would be the uh, state of Louisiana. Oh, sure. I uh, which, totally believe that. It's a to- It's a. It's apparently notoriously terrible. Yeah, uh, their their public education system. Oh boy! So uh, to combat this, or the solution to this, in a Republican state, <laughs> okay, is of course privatize. Oh yeah, they can do it better. Private private always works I, better than big government I, education. I love, I love how willing they are to just admit complete failure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, just like we we've done a terrible job at this. Now let's not do it anymore. Right, exactly. Like, and that's their solution is to like we we, it almost, it, we, we, we have driven this system into the ground <laughs> by underfunding it for years. Right, exactly. And now and we're that, gonna just cancel it. We've we've underfunded it and we and we've, wasn't we've started programs where like, you know, like the No Child Left Behind program and everything. Right, which, which always, further defunded right, exactly. underperforming schools. Right, exactly. And so it's like well, what do you expect? We've started a downward spiral that we can that we expect to continue indefinitely. Oh, so yeah. here's our, our, our solution. Our public schools are fucked. Exactly. Yeah. So their solution is vouchers for <laughs> private school. Yes, yes. So the, the kids can basically – so public funding can be used by the kids to go to a private school. So excuse this, me, a private school. Horseshit all over again. Right. Well, here's – one of the many problems with that. Okay. They can go to Christian-y Christian school. They're allowing that? I it's think, not like it's yep. just some voucher to go nope, to... Nope, the new standards, um, there, there's there's apparently no accountability almost whatsoever. The like, Christian there's schools don't... All, I mean, of these, all of these problems... You can go get the shittiest education ever. But what I'm saying is that you're not accountable really to educate these kids very well at all. To get the vouchers, to be on the voucher program. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, so okay. what it means is... Oh, so they're not even applying some sort of like state standard. They of, like, are. You have to, there are states... The kids have to perform at least at this level consistently on these standardized tests or something. Yeah, but it's probably Nothing the like standard that that, uh, that they're holding the public education to. I mean, we've already got well, shitty yeah. standards. Right. So... Okay. It's apparently like a lot of these schools are apparently using like... I posted a thing on 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 the the Facebook page, uh, the Thank God I'm Atheist Facebook page about a, a textbook, like mm, that was mm-hmm. a Christian textbook. Yeah, I think I, I need to I, I need to go online and buy some of these textbooks because they yeah. sound hilarious. A wealth of knowledge, just amazing. Or some of the I, like I've seen some pages of it, and it's just like the one about the one that I posted was about um, electricity and how. 
and how we really don't know. We don't know where it comes from <laughs> or what it is, and kind of magical and uh, like amazing, right? Amazing. So uh, apparently, that will be perfectly valid education for the public to pay for in the great state of Louisiana. I want to my- meet one of these people who who wrote or who've written a Christian Science book. Yeah, like. <laughs> I was trying so hard. You were fighting that sneeze. Oh my god, you lost. Oh goodness, sorry everyone. <laughs> um, no, I really would because who is this guy or gal? No, like it, seriously, they like, are amazing. just typing away. Well, they get to just they get to just make research. shit up. Research? Why would I research how this works? Right. I mean, it's not a sci- it's not an actual like person with a degree in science. Obviously, right? Exactly. So it's like, well, we really don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a whole publishing company. Some people believe in gravity. Some people say. Scientists would have you believe. Scientists will tell you that. held to the earth because it's large. (laughs) Scientists say that the moon is there because it was a broken, possibly a broken off piece of the earth and blah, blah, blah. Faith. Faith holds it up there. But the Bible says that the moon was created by God. So we know for a fact that scientists are full of crap. And if you stop believing, <laughs> the moon will come crashing down. If you start to see, if that moon starts to get bigger and bigger, we all need to clap our hands and say, I do believe in Jesus. I do believe in Jesus. <laughs> and then it'll go back. Oh, thank God. And we know that the tides aren't the moon. Oh, no. No. Because. That's just Satan in the water. That's just Jesus. That, yeah, that's Satan. That's Satan. Water's. Pushing toward you and then. Water's the devil's the, domain. Lucifer's domain, oh, according to the Mormons. That's Mormon stuff, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, which is why you can't swim on a mission. <laughs> yeah, that, that's totally true. You cannot go swimming while you're serving an LDS mission because <laughs> Lucifer has dominion over the water. You can still take a shower, but... Yeah, don't that's... take a bath. <laughs> don't. The whole bath thing I just made up. But the whole swimming thing is totally real totally legit you cannot swim if you're a mormon missionary and that's the reason why oh my god it is i'm gonna get i'm gonna get one of the books i gotta order these books Well, just stop talking about it and do it i'm doing it i'm gonna do it yeah i love it okay they're great i'll report back to you people awesome cool anyway so so yeah that's what that's (laughs) college attendance boards or college acceptance boards take note (laughs) You might want to uh, ask a couple of additional questions <laughs> if they're from if Louisiana. they're from Louisiana. <laughs> oh no! Anyway, well, um, got unless a... it's like Bob Jones University, in which case they should just oh. accept anyone from Louisiana automatically. Yeah, because they've received a most likely they've received a decent Christian education. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, have you heard about this new show that's going to be hitting NBC called The New Normal? I've heard of it. I don't know much about it. It's, it it's, is. It's, it's a queer show. It's a. It's a, the new queer show coming up this fall, um, and um, it's about two gay men who are having a baby mm. with a surrogate. They would have um, to exactly, but it's not like they're adopting. Or, right, right. It's somebody that you know. Anyways, I felt that that was a. Important piece of information. Indeed. Um, well, apparently this is just a little bit too much for Salt Lake City's uh, KSL 
affiliate. Channel 5. Yes, the NBC affiliate here in <laughs> Salt Lake City, uh, which is owned by the LDS Church. Right. Um, they, uh, they're, they're bumping, they're, they're, uh, they're not going to air the show. <laughs> Uh, and so it joins. No, wait. Is this a documentary series show or is it no, a no, series? No, no, no. It's a. It's a. I don't know if it's like sitcom format or if it's like an hour drama or hour comedy ish dramedy. I have no clue what the actual format of the I'm show is. Googling. However, it now. considering that it starts at eight thirty in the evening, my guess is it's probably drama. No, oh. it wouldn't start on the half hour if it was going to be an hour long show. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's probably yeah, a yeah. half hour comedy or something. Oh I mean, yeah. I watched the 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 preview for it. Uh-huh. it. Okay. First of all, if KSL had come out and said we're not going to air this because of stereotypes and broad generalizations, <laughs> and it's really just a piece of shit show, right? I would be like, yay, KSL for standing up for something. Right. You know? No, 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 no. Demanding no. quality. <laughs> no, right. No, 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 um, no, no. This is the channel that did not object to, um, oh, what was the what was the show? Uh, Love Love in the Wild, hosted by Jenny McCarthy. McCarthy? I don't know what that is. Um, it's, it's a uh, reality show, kind of, well, it's, they get a bunch of men and a bunch of women, all picture perfect. Look good in bikinis and swimsuits. Yeah. Um, to go out onto a uh, tropical island, spend lots of time on the beaches, and they all swap around <laughs> and have to, like, go, like they're looking for love in the wild, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. And it's trash television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the epitome of TNA television. Yeah. Okay. They're fine yep. airing that. But it's not, it's not gross and gay. Right. Well, of course. Right. But it's, I mean, they, it's just a list of things that they are perfectly willing. Right. To air. Oh, yeah. And the, it's like, well, because they, 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 they aired Will and Grace. They did air Will and Grace. Yeah. And Glee. No, that's Fox. Oh, that's Fox. Yeah. Oh, oh, the reason I said that was because I was just looking up the uh, new normal and apparently the creator. The creator, Ryan Murphy. The guy is that the, created Glee. Created Glee. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so this joins a list of shows like the Playboy Club, Saturday Night Live. Um, oh, that's right. They don't show Saturday Night Live they here. They still don't show Saturday Night Live. You, people, do you hear this? <laughs> they don't show Saturday Night Live here. No, they show it on Channel 30. Yeah, on a different... Yeah, we yeah. have to get it on some like... like Yeah, we got some UHF channel. Well, <laughs> I don't even know if that... That doesn't exist anymore. anymore, but you know some some buried it's a chan- podunk channel that's like, yeah, we'll take your yeah. leftovers. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so pretty soon, I have a feeling a lot of the NBC lineup is going to be over on a non-NBC affiliated channel. <laughs> because seriously, w- they if they're going to reject this show, they need to be rejecting other programs as well. They need to. And I think I think we should start a petition. I think we should. And just and just say if you're gonna, I think we should actually just like totally incognito create a moms against um, love in the wild. We should well, well, and then moms against like all these other shows that they have. To be honest, to like like I think about like the fact that um, like like okay, so they're gonna be they object to stuff in this like gay theme show, whatever, right? right? And the 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 guy at uh, Bonneville international who owns ksl and is owned by the lds church right um says from time to time we may struggle with content that crosses the line in one area or another 
The dialogue might be excessively rude and crude. The scenes may be too explicit or the characterizations might seem offensive. And so, you know, okay, so they, you know, I have to kind of say they rejected the Playboy Club. Like, all right, fine, whatever. Um, But this one, it's like there's nothing objectionable in this show. No, I'm like, well, other than, as you say, it's probably crap television. Oh, it's, oh, no, 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 no. I watched the preview. It looks horrendous. Um, I think we need to start a position. Don't trust me, folks, if you are a fan of Glee, because I also hate Glee for the same reasons that I'm saying. Broad generalizations, stereotypes, just horrendous. Oh, but it's so much fun. I bet we could find something. I'll bet we could find something to object to about every single show in their lineup. Oh yeah. We and should we, start a petition. We that totally should. Just that just like lays out all of the things that we object to on the, one of those petition sites. Yeah. See how much And send it out. Yeah. And don't don't we don't need to attach ourselves. We don't need to do anything. Just let the Mormon blogosphere go Light nutty up. with it. Yeah. And uh and start see what we petitioning can KSL see what we can make happen. Off. Yeah, let's Because first of all, they shouldn't be in the business of network television if they're going to be all fussy about this, right. that, or the other. Yeah. Because why do they even need a television station anymore? With the internet and other means to be able to reach out to their members along the Wasatch Front, why do they need a television station beyond yeah. just, I'm sure it makes them a ton of money. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this lineup and I'm like, you know what? I can find something object- objection. I haven't even seen half of these, but I'm sorry. Law and Order SVU? Violent. Violent. It's a super it's a, like adult themed type yeah, stuff. It's all Rape about and murder. Yeah, exactly. I can totally get behind that. Let's let's petition to get Thirty Rock off of there. Well, yeah, the language is pretty rough. There's sexual situations and jokes and da 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 da. Yeah, we can totally get rid of that. Yeah, we need to get rid of that. We got uh, Parks and Rec. I yeah, I've never yeah, watched it, I, so I don't really I, know. I watched a little fun. bit of it. It was pretty funny. But yeah, Love in the Wild, that one that one's gone. That, we got to get rid no of that. Brainer. One. Yeah, that one's easy. First of all, Jenny McCarthy shouldn't be anywhere on Frankly, television. Also, we should we should try well, to we it should It does look like it's pretty good eye candy. Maybe we don't want it to go away. <laughs> but we should we should petition to get rid of Biggest Loser. We'll find something. It's offensive. It is offensive. They're calling them losers. Yeah. Um I object to Betty White's off their rockers. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Look at that pro- that promotional photo of her with this like hunky guy on a leash. On a leash. Oh. Shocking. Shocking. That's horrible. This actually, is supposed actually, to be that good. Show's really funny. I really want to see it, actually. I've never <laughs> seen it. It's really funny. I think basically we need to pick our favorite shows and petition against them. Yeah, I think so. So let's get Betty White off. She's offensive. White, you're gone. Yeah. 30 Rock is definitely <laughs> out. The Office we don't need to worry about because it's their last season anyway. Let's just let's just go for it. Yeah, like, yeah. Why not? Get it off. Yeah. Get it off the air. Absolutely. In Salt Lake City. Yeah. And that rock center with Brian Williams. Right? Gone. You, Dateline? Gone. You kidding me? I'm this not going to sit there and crap. watch that filth. I'm not going to sit here and infect my home with that kind of filth, that kind of disgusting nonsense. Uh, yeah. 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 We're, and we are know, furious. I'm looking at some of the stuff that's going to be new this fall. I'm up in arms. Um,. I'm sorry, anything with Matthew Perry should not be on television. <laughs> right. Actually, I really like Matthew Perry. Um, Didn't he play somebody who was gay once? I'll bet he did. That sounds like something he'd do. <laughs> Guys with kids. Well, that's, yeah. that's out altogether. That, that's like like gender roles all screwed up. Yeah. It's promoting... Something uh, that Mormons stand up firm against. Yeah. Which is the 
which is the mixing up of gender roles. Yeah. They hate that. So guys with kids. I'm about to talk about that. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, wait. Segue. Yeah, shoot. Go. Yeah, let's segue. Ready? Go. Because <laughs> we teased you people uh, yeah. last week with a with – a, we, we said that there was going to be – maybe it was two weeks ago that we talked about it – that there was going to be a convention – on Mormon women. This is true. Uh, uh, Mormon women and how they could have a a fuller, a, 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 a broader voice in the Mormon hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we predicted, by the way, that the answer would be they can't. And mm. I, I have to say, that's still the answer. <laughs> the answer is still, no, you don't get a voice. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rude. Um. So, uh, but <laughs> we do have a, a, a little bit of a reporting back about what, what took place during, during this. Uh, well, yeah, let's hear about it. So the headline that we got from the, the Salt Lake Tribune is Mormon men as religious as women. Now, see, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. This is really, really interesting to me. It actually because, is. Yeah. Because, um, like, that's – that – Christian faiths that are having a difficult time retaining men should really be looking at what the Mormons do <laughs> to retain men because they've, they're obviously have a very, very, very successful model. They do for, for making men be very spiritual. Well, let me, let me give this bit of background, which yes. is that, um, across most, um, most religions in the United States, mm-hmm. uh, men are significantly less likely to be churchy. Yeah, that's true. Not, not. I mean, it's statistically st- significant. Right. If I could say those words, uh, I, then it would be better. But yeah, meaning, um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, I've got figures here somewhere. Okay. Um, but... Apparently, by any measure, women are just more religious than men. They pray more often. They go to mm-hmm. church more often. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. Right. Not so with Mormons. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. So, and and if you are a Mormon or if you've ever been a Mormon, you get it. Mm-hmm. These men go to church. Oh, yeah. These men pray. And part of the reason, I mean, a big part of the reason, they're powerful. Well, I think it goes back. I mean, yes, Absolutely. The church gives them a lot of validation mm-hmm. um, as being prominent members of their of their community, and because they keep the unit the local units so like relatively small compared to a lot of religious, you oh, know, yeah. like congregations. Mormon congregations will usually be about like between three and four hundred people mm. that actively show up every week. They right. kind of control those numbers, and as soon as the numbers start to get up over like four hundred, they'll split the unit and right. reorganize. And now they have two wards where there was one. It's, or they'll have four wards where there used to be three. It's called congregational game. mitosis. Yes. In fact, and it happens. They, they do it a lot. I remember yeah. it happening a lot when I was a kid, just sort of reorganizing the wards and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, it was always so exciting. <laughs> I was like, oh, who's going to be in our ward now? Right. Yeah. Um, well, but, although I, I hear Andrea's parents talk sometimes and it's just like, oh, they split up the ward. Now we don't know anybody in the new ward. And yeah. We had just oh, barely a, gotten to know everybody and blah, blah, blah. It's a big pain blah. in the butt, but they, th- there are reasons that they do that. Right. They don't want you to have – they don't want you to have too 
much reliance on a specific community. They want your reliance to be on the church. Right. They, and, they they, want and, be, and they don't want they, they don't want it to, to be form within a word. And you're, that, that it's just community connections that keep you coming. Right. Blah, 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 blah. But it's re- that's really also kind of fucked up because non-Mormon congregations, they, they, they talk a lot about their spiritual families. Yes. Um, and their spiritual communities. Mm. And Mormon, the Mormon hierarchy actually sees danger in, in those spiritual communities and breaks them up often. So it's, it's, it's kind of, kind of crazy, but anyways, um, where was I going? <laughs> you totally got me sidetracked. Uh, we we're talking about wards and we were talking about how exciting uh, it was Mormon men and why they're oh Mormon men. Yeah. I think it's because they go on missions. I think that's big. You know what I also realized is that I think much, I think a lot is expected of Mormon men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's part. They have responsibilities that uh-huh. are, that are yeah. heaped on them. Yeah. In fact, uh, we didn't talk about this before the podcast, but um, I watched um, Rock Center's um, little expose thing on the Mormon Church. Oh yeah, that, that, was, that, oh, that made some big Woo, waves here doggy. in Utah. Yeah, um, yeah, they showed like images of like the garments oh, and did they? yeah, like all sorts of really good salacious stuff for Mormons. Things that I know Mormons were just like, <laughs> yeah. And they talked to uh, one of um, Huntsman's. Um, daughters, right? Who, who's no longer who's Mormon. no longer Mormon? Abby, well, right? I think that was her name. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, it was it was actually really interesting, and they hit really heavily on what a transformative experience the the mission really is. Mm. And you know, so so what ends up happening with young Mormon men is they get all this social pressure to go on a on a mission, right? Mm-hmm. And and so they go. Yep. And I actually. This just happened to one of my students. This is just a good kid, awesome kid. I didn't even know he was Mormon. And all of a sudden, mm. he comes to me and he's like, "You know, I'm really sorry. I'm not going to be able to finish the class because of, um, you know, I, I don't talk about my religion, but I'm, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for my mission call." And I was wow. like, "Whoa!" I mean, like this this kid totally blew my mind. So he's he's going out and he's he's on his mission right now. Yeah. Um, and what ends up happening is so you spend these two years and all you're doing is just religion, 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 knocking on the door and being rejected constantly. Right. And that has a solidifying effect. Oh, yeah. The more you face rejection and you keep fighting through it, the more you get built up yes. psychologically. Right. And so um, but then you come back. There's a really good chance you're going to go to a, um, a um, you know, like BYU. Or mm. at least a school in Utah where they have really strong institute programs. And so you, you continue on with your religious training afterwards while you're getting your, your legitimate education. And, uh, and, it, and it really, 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 by the time you're 24, 25, you're a very, very, very serious religious person. You're locked and loaded. 25. This, yeah. I mean, this is when most people are out kind of still boozing it up, partying it up, having a little time. And Mormon youth are going through this really um, strict and very well-formulated indoctrination program. Right. And I have to tell you, that's about the time when I was also, like, getting out of the church. Right. Um, and uh, and it, it's, a, it's a serious mindfuck. It, it, it very much is. And it's actually... As somebody a- who was very predis- 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 
predisposed. Predisposed. Thank you. You're welcome. Somebody who's very predisposed to um, to, to be atheist. Like I, I was always a skeptic. I was always, you know, always looking for a little bit more of a reason, a little bit more of an explanation. Right. And it was still a serious mindfuck, even after I had accepted my, my, uh, my atheism. Right. It was yeah, still well. really hard to get out of sort of the social networks and the, um, those, those support structures. Yeah. It was crazy. Anyways. It's yeah. You know, it is, it is crazy. And, uh, oh, and as a gay man. <laughs> yeah. I think that that actually probably helped you. That was probably working in your favor. Oh, it totally helped. But I mean, you see so many young gay men here in Utah <sighs> who grew up Mormon who are still like trying to figure out how they can balance their Mormonism with their, with their sexuality. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. No, no. I mean, and, and yeah, they they go through every kind of machination possible. Oh yeah. Yeah. And unless, and unless you're my friend, Josh, it just doesn't work. No. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's its own story. That's it. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the whole, uh, that whole, that whole show on what was it? What's it called? What the, show that they did where they did the report on Mormonism rock center rock center with Brian Williams. Right. Yeah. On NBC, the channel, yeah. the station we were just, yes, exactly. Um, that, that whole thing, like every Mormon on the planet watched it. And, oh yeah. And boy, Facebook just lit up <laughs> and it was just, and it was literally somebody, somebody on Facebook posted a thing that was a perfect summation of, of what it was, which basically, basically it said, I liked all the things that they said that they were that were positive about Mormonism, but I was very angry about anything that wasn't. And it was basically like, <laughs> wow, well, that's I, a really good it was, review of. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it was tongue in cheek, but that was. I mean, but oh, that, but okay, he was okay, he was okay. saying that was what he was seeing all of his Mormon friends say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, entire that's time. funny. Yeah. Um, one thing that that article, because I, I read that article as well, the Mormon mm. men being as religious as Mormon women. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, w- one of the things I thought was really interesting, I mean, it talks a lot about the whole conference, right? Right. And one of the things that it brings up is um, how the um, how the 19th century views of a heavenly mother set the stage for modern understanding of, div- of the divine feminine. Right. We have never talked about the idea of heavenly mother, have we? We'll have to do. A, we'll, we'll have to go through it. We really need to bring that one up because this is something that will blow your minds, people. Why, why, why we, don't you guys? We've we touched I mean, upon. Yeah, it. I think we've mentioned her. Well, it would be very easy to draw conclusions from what we've talked about that they that there must be a heavenly mother in Mormon theology, but um, because we talked about like you know people here on Earth becoming god and, gods and goddesses, right? So if you and what, what you know, what God went through, people, men are going through today, and right. blah blah blah. That it's this as man is, God of, once was exactly, yeah. And, and it's, it's the whole uh, Battlestar Galactica thing. I right. think is how I referred to it. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So we definitely need to talk about Heavenly Mother. This is just a teaser. Then yeah. we're going to be talking about Heavenly Mother. That if, probably is if we like forget a little weird to some people. If we forget that, you guys should write us and <laughs> yeah. let us know. They, because this is God's wife, people. Yeah. We're not talking about like Mary. Or, or one of them. Or most likely one of them. Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, there is a there is a distinct and actual Mormon theology about a woman, about a, fe- a feminine up there in the sky called Heavenly Mother. Yeah. And we don't talk about her. No. No. Never. So we will. Yeah. So we'll bring it up. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Well, um, we, um, you know, the conventions are coming up, right, Dan? 
the, the, the Republican convention, of course, is this week. Right. The the political the, Republican yes. and 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 yes. Democratic yes. national convention. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That thing. Um, did you know um, that there's also um, and this will come as no surprise, but this is a, there's a formal organization um, that um, is setting up sort of prayer tents, I guess. <laughs> Outside of the convention <laughs> and setting up an online prayer forum called Eight Days of Prayer. Ooh. Um, go to conventionsprayercoverage.com um, and uh, you can uh, request a prayer. Mm. Um, and there are, uh, every 15 minutes, there are time slots that you can sign up for um, so that you can pray at that time. <laughs> Um, in order to support the the political system in America, it's a they're they're trying to build, in their words, a nonpartisan, nonpolitical house of prayer for the upcoming presidential conventions mm. of 2012. So they're going to be doing it at the Republican convention. So there's probably going to be a lot of like, please, dear God, help the Republicans get elected, right? And, uh, and help them the defeat those <laughs> evil. <laughs> Democrats. Get that heretic out of the White House. In fairness, there's probably going to be plenty of prayers about, please show these misguided Republicans their e the evil of their ways and blah, blah, blah. I'm sure. Well, I think we should submit some prayers. Yeah, I think so, too. I think, I think we need to get on here and be like, submit some atheist prayers. Yeah. And, there, and, there are and, prayer uh, requests. There's a whole section called prayer requests. Oh, yeah. I just yeah, went yeah, yeah, to this. Yeah. Um, and so the way that it works is they, they're, they're, I love it. It's, um, the scriptural guidelines, um, that they have for these prayers. Um, and so they have all these different, you know, they have, uh, first Timothy two, one through three. Mm. First of all, I admonish and urge you that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be offered on behalf of all men for Kings and all who are in possession of authority for such praying is good and right and pleasing and acceptable to God, our savior. And it just goes on and on and on and on and on with like stuff from Isaiah, stuff from Deuteronomy, stuff from Psalms, mm. Mark, blah, 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 blah. Looks blah. like they have videos too. You guys should probably go onto this website. I just Googled eight days of prayer. It was the second one down, I think, but oh. it's yeah. Conventions, prayer coverage.com, which is a great URL, by the way, that play button. Oh yeah. Because it's so easy to remember. Yeah. And quick to type. Yeah, absolutely. You know, those play buttons that you're seeing are just next buttons. Oh, are they? I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, videos. I don't want to click on that. No, there will be no video. It's oh. just going to be more. Oh. More and more and more. That's a, yeah. I don't think they know what a play button. <laughs> what that means? Means, yeah. Yeah, I just clicked one on one of the pages and it doesn't do anything. Yeah. So it says, how can I help build the house of prayer? Yeah. Well, one, you can sign up below. Um, no, that's the that's the first step. You, the whole yeah. thing is just you sign up below and then you choose a date and yeah. time. Yes, I was going to be going through that. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So pretty awesome. It's great. Yeah. Enter your email address and then they'll they'll uh, and then you choose a time slot <laughs> on an appropriate day. I'm doing it. I'm going to do it right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, Dan's doing that. Um, the House of Prayer, of course. I don't think they're actually building. Any, like, I think that they're trying to build, like, some sort of metaphor here mm. about let's build a house of prayer yeah. around the convention. 
Let's see. I'm going to do it on the, uh, yeah, I'll do it on that day at two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not going to do some crazy thing. Hmm. Yay. Thank you for participating in our effort to build a nonpartisan, nonpolitical house of prayer for the 2012 political conventions. Mm -hmm. With the addition of your living, quote, stone or your prayer commitment. Mm -hmm. Oh, I get it because they're building a house. They're building a house. So my, my living stone or prayer commitment, we can reach out as one body with one voice to him alone for the healing of our land. Mm hmm. Um. You do need to click the in the news because it goes to um, something in Spanish. And that's the only thing they have. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong, of course, with, with public getting, you know, covered in, in Spanish language news. No. But, but it is a little strange that their one piece of media that or, or, or press that they're showing off. Is um, it, they haven't even bothered to translate the thing. No, they've just no. posted a picture. Yeah, it's the and, and by the way, it's from the the La uh, Gaceta, which is the nation's only trilingual newspaper oh. serving Tampa and the surrounding communities. It's in English, Espanol, and Italiano, which is interesting. Yeah, Must all be right, a large Italian population. But this is so, may, so maybe does Gaceta mean anything in in Italian? Is that also a cognate? No, I think it's uh, Gaceta. Yeah, no, I, think I was the, just wondering I think if there the was Spanish. a cognate for it. I don't Italian. think so. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. I'm 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 signed up. Are you people? Get on there. <laughs> there you go. So. Super fun. You know how I'm into theater? Like, I okay. I act and stuff? Sure. You know that thing that yeah. I do? Okay. Uh, some a, a little bit of theater made my... Uh, I don't know how this came onto my radar. Okay. I'm not... Now that I think about it, I don't remember how I was made aware of this. Well, nonetheless, nonetheless, you are aware of it. And I did try to verify this. I, this is I found a blog post mm -hmm. that's interesting, and I and I sort of went through a few minor uh, verification processes. Mm -hmm. I didn't actually end up calling anybody or whatever. Sure, but, okay. But uh, but what seems to have happened, the best that I can, as best as I can determine, is that this little theater company. Sort of a family-friendly theater company in uh, outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay, has was going to do a show. Now there's a there's a group. I'm not talking about this group. This is not the group in Wisconsin, but there's a group called the uh, Reduced Shakespeare Company. Okay, and they wrote a play called The Complete Works of William Shakespeare Abridged. Yeah. Okay. Three man. It's a three man goof mm -hmm. where they just run through. Every single play that Shakespeare wrote, and they do they goof on them. They just oh, okay. have some fun with them. It's cool. a, it's a big farce. It's a it's a wacky comedy, whatever. Awesome. So as a follow up to that, then they did a play called The Bible: The Complete Works of God Abridged. <laughs> okay, Funny. and it's the same thing, right. just silliness. It doesn't. It, it's certainly not anti Christian by any stretch of the imagination. It's right. just it's just having fun with it. Right. Just like right. Okay. All right. Cool. So this little company, this little uh, uh, what, what are they called? They were called the Summer Stage Company in beautiful Lapham Peak State Park, Delafield, Wisconsin. They're they're going to do this. They're going to put on a production of of the Bible. Oh, good. Cool. Not cool, according to a local religious radio host. Oh. <laughs> 
who, okay. who uh, I'm guessing without ever reading the thing. They rarely do. Uh, objected to it, which led to apparently enough public outcry for the, uh, the Wisconsin um, Department of, of Natural something or other. What do they, they call that? Uh, the the Department of Natural Resources, I think, is what it's called. Sure, okay. Uh, they are revoking their right to do that show. They're re- revoking. Oh, that's rude. Access to the park that's, for that show. That's terrible. Yeah. So, so are they going to stage it someplace else? I, I, last I read, they were looking for another place to do it. Okay, but apparently there's a there's that's, a small a... clause in their in their relationship with this place that everything has to be family friendly. And again, it doesn't seem like these people read the play either. Wow. But out outcry can sometimes be enough. Right. And they, they just they, yeah. But yeah, they 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 it's censorship. Well, and, it is. And government yeah. censorship at that. Yeah. Not good. Kind of a, a little alarming actually. Yeah. I, I frankly I hate it when any art is censored in any way. I feel I feel like art's a very special thing mm-hmm. and needs to be pretty pretty well protected from censorship it's yeah. a pretty important like way that we know, it's a pretty important barometer mm-hmm. for us to know that we're still living in a free society yeah yeah you know yeah. what i mean like I, it's one of those things like for instance do you i don't know if you remember this but back in the late 90s back when rudy giuliani was mayor of new york he uh he withdrew funding from from New York City for the Brooklyn Museum of Art because they they had they had a, a fairly controversial uh, exhibit that included, among other things, a painting of of Mary, the Virgin Mary, splattered with elephant dung. Oh, okay. And uh, and and it's things like that that just that that scare the bejesus out of me. Right. Because those are the signs that things have gone wrong. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Where, yeah. Where 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 would these people suggest that the line get drawn? Yeah. Exactly. And obviously, it's wherever uh, they don't feel icky. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's what's his name? It's whatever the senator or congressperson was who said, "I don't know. I can't define pornography, but I know it when I see it." <laughs> Well, thanks. Yeah. That's, Helpful. That's real so useful. Basically, we need to just come to you. Right, exactly. Because well, you're you're going to be our barometer. We're going to show issue. you all of the pictures. <laughs> and you just... And you say yes or no. <laughs> Pornography? Or, or not. Okay. Or, 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 or fine. Or just a naked person. Put it at the Barnes & Noble. There you yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. I think it has huh. to do with an erection. If there's an erection involved, then it's pornography. Really? No. That I'd, seems weird. It, I'll bet you anything, though. I'm sure that would work <laughs> as one indicator for some people. Yeah. Hmm. You, don't see, you don't see much of anything with an erect penis. I'll say that. No. Well, that's our that's the first half, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, right. look at that. Well, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TGI Atheist. Yeah, yeah. Or <clears throat> you can you can email us, which we enjoy, uh, at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. And we'll be getting to some of those emails here in a minute, mm-hmm. or at least one of them. Yeah, I think we've got one. And, uh, and of course, you can also leave us a voicemail at 424-666-TGIA. Yep. That's 424-666-8442. We're going to take a quick break. 
Dan, do you want to set up what this break is all about? Well, okay. So everybody knows about, uh, by now, we've all heard about the uh, moron uh, Congressman Aiken, mm. who's running for yes. the Senate and uh, and then made that that wonderful statement about uh, legitimate rape. Yes. Not, <laughs> first of all, just the concept of legitimate rape is great. Right. I'm 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 going to start engaging in illegitimate rape. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't know how yeah. you do that. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so so yeah, legitimate rape uh, doesn't produce babies, is what he said, and obviously that's just moronic and right. not based in any kind of science. So then he backpedaled and said that he was misunderstood, but <laughs> he's got a fan in oh. in Brian Fisher. Okay. Who's, who's that? The ra- the radio host that we played a while, just a few, just a few uh, episodes ago. He he was the guy that thought. Uh, what, did, what 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 did we decide? I can't I can't remember what we linked him to. Anyway, he's Anyways, a, but here's the he's audio. a Christian. Yeah, and go here, here we go. What Todd Aiken is talking about is when you've got a real genuine rape, a case of forcible rape, a case of assault rape, where a woman has been violated against her will through the use of physical force, where it's physically traumatic for her. He says in those circumstances, uh, the woman's body, because of the trauma that's been inflicted on her, it may interfere with the normal functioning processes of her body that lead to conception and pregnancy. There's a very delicate and complex mix of, of hormones that take place that are released in a woman's body. And if that gets interfered with, it may make it impossible for her or difficult in that particular circumstance to conceive a child. That's all Todd Aiken is saying. The, the, the brute force trauma of that event may inhibit her body's ability to have that act of rape result in conception. That's all he's saying, and he's absolutely right about that. That's all he's saying. That's all he's saying. All he's saying is exactly what he said. Right. That's all. So it's like... Well, where's the controversy in that? No controversy. All he's saying he is it. something that has zero uh, medical or scientific backing. Well, but but here's the, here's the deal. Let's let's just say that fifty percent of the time th- that that his little theory actually worked. Oh, let's just say. Let's grant him. Let's that. grant him that. How does this enter the abortion argument? <laughs> I'll, I can tell you how, because I think I know where this all comes from. I, well, I, it's, it's coming from a desire to get rid of the, the rape exemption. Because right. if she was legitimately raped. Legitimately raped. If she was legitimately raped. And first of all, we have to say that it's... we, we Because what, what he's trying to say is a lot of women claim right. to have been raped. Right. In order to fall into the rape so, uh, so that they can thingy, get whatever. so they can get right. abortion. Like, like women just go around claiming, "Oh, sorry, I was raped because I really want an abortion." Right? You know, like first of all, come on. But let's let's, let's just say so. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, it, yeah. Even even it, if that it, does it, happen, you're telling me it can't. You're telling you're me you're telling me it works 100 percent of the time. Right. And um, because it's a very delicate oh, balance yeah. of hormones. Yeah, it is. And so, like you know, so 100 percent of the times, I don't know of any biological or anything whatever that you can say happens 100 percent of the time. Right. That it just works. Right. Exactly. And so it's like, well, so you're you want to argue that. It's okay for the woman's body to abort the baby. 
Right? That's an interesting point. But it's not okay for medical science to abort the baby in the exact same scenario. Right, exactly. And it's just like... Well, because no, if the woman you. body, if the woman's body does it, then it's then it's Jesus approved. Well, yeah, <laughs> but that's bullshit. No, of course it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I saw a whole thing. Somebody on, so on just... Facebook was somebody had posted a post about their outrage, and somebody else was like, "Well, the Roe versus the whole reason." I, and oh, I guess what I had done, I had commented that like, like it doesn't matter whether she was raped or not. Uh, abortion's legal in exactly. the United States of America. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but the Republicans are—they're they're working actively. Their platform, working. Oh yeah. Their national platform now is working for uh, yeah. an abolishment of all abortion. I know. And there's no 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 wording in there to exempt anything. Right. They're yeah. working to end abortion in America. Period. Yeah. And that's part of their national platform. Because now they think that their entire base is cuckoo religious people. Well, that's all they're playing to. That's a pretty big gamble. It's a, yeah, I think they're going to, I think, I think that's a losing proposition, but well, at least I'm hoping it is. I don't <sighs> know. I don't want, I don't want to be living under a regime that, that starts to go. It's that so far. gross. It's so gross. Yeah. So. Well, go out and get your abortions. It's still legal, everybody. <laughs> Have fun. Oh, Jesus. For a go, while. Go go get illegitimately raped, everyone. <laughs> because you can still abort it. Well, and what's amazing about that is that they want to back off of the idea that, like, a woman who's not forcibly, like, who's not violently forced to the ground with a right. gun or a knife. So, like, if it's date rape, is right. he saying that, like... <clears throat> Date rape is not not legitimate. legitimate. No, because somewhere in there she want she she was consenting to it. She was asking for it. Some yeah yeah she was on a date with a guy. She was a slut. Is if, what she if, was. Frankly, if you're on a date with a guy, you're sending some messages that oh, yeah. you might be interested. Oh, all the time. Uh, he can't hello. be he can't be held responsible for that. Yeah, he's not a mind reader. Yeah, hello. You're he, you're telling him basically. I have a degree. A, gr- a degree of interest in you. Yeah. You went on a date with him. Duh. Hello. It's not rape then. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't care how many times you say no. I, I don't care how awkward you feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gross. Okay. I feel yucky right now. Yeah, that was... <clears throat> yeah. Let's, let's get off of that and on to another really happy topic. Yes. Uh, oh, oh. Email. We got an email. Email. And, and, it, and it's going to lead us into yes. our topic. Yes. Um, Karen emailed us. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, she's, Karen. hi, Karen. And she said that her name is Karen, which is good. Um, she says she's, a, she's in college and she's going to do a study abroad in Morocco. Yes. Fancy. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Way to go, Karen. Yeah. yeah. But she had an interesting question for us, which was, mm-hmm. uh, she said she's excited to spend some time out there. Um, she's a little worried about her atheism, how her atheism might be perceived. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she said, I'm not planning on being overly outspoken, but if someone asks me what I believe, I don't want to lie to them. Hmm. And asked if we had experience traveling in a place that's unwel- unwelcoming of atheism. 
So, mm, yeah, all my traveling has been places that love atheism. <laughs> yeah, so. A good, yeah. I mean, I just got back from Sweden for crying out yeah, loud. It's yeah. like, yeah, you might Literally, as well. We would when we knocked on doors, everybody was just like, they would, they'd either say, um, "I'm, I'm, I'm a non-practicing Catholic," right. or they would say that they were atheist. Yeah, either or. Really? Mm-hmm. There, there, there was a lot of like open atheism there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. what a great, what a great little thing. Yeah. Well, so this brings us to a, a pretty large discussion, mm-hmm. which is that, which is the discussion of various parts of this world are really not mm-hmm. okay with atheism. Yes, and and, I, and and we're not talking about like here. Where, we're not talking about the deep south. No, although you might want to be <laughs> careful in the deep yeah, south. Yeah, you might too. You, you might be but... a little <laughs> circumspect about who you who you say what to. <laughs> but. No. Um, no, and I, I think that this goes back to a lot of the points that we've made about the importance of atheists coming out. Right, we've talked which about we're one hundred percent for. Be out to your family, be out here. to your friends, be out to people at work, right. if that's possible. Yep. Um, that's that's all part of building the atheist momentum mm. in the United States, right. and and helping us all kind of push forward a more secular society. Correct. Um, you Here. have no responsibility to do that in Morocco. Right. None exactly. whatsoever. As a matter of fact, now I was, I, I did a little cursory look around the inner tubes to see if I could figure out what exactly blasphemy laws are in effect in Morocco. Yeah. It, it seems to be a mainly, a mostly secular, uh, type society, or mm-hmm. that's what they like to claim there. But they, they do, it is like. 90 some odd percent Muslim mm-hmm. and uh, their, their sovereign is Muslim. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, the, it, they seem pretty cool, but I, I wasn't able to find anything because specific. Here's the deal. If you're in theory, if you are one of the, 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 I think they call it children of the book, right? Like if you're Christian, Jewish or Muslim, mm. they're usually okay with you. Sure. Right. Like you're Christian. You believe in the same God we do. Right. You don't do it um, right. You don't do it the way that you're supposed to, but there's some hope for you. You're one of the children of the book, right? In some places. In some places, not all, but like the traditionally, the, the kind of traditional Muslim approach. The is moderate that. Muslim approach. Moderate Muslim approach. Is that. Is that. Um, which, so if you're traveling as a Christian in Morocco, you could probably be pretty open about it. Right. If you do not claim that... You are in a totally different – you're going to be perceived totally differently. Right. And so my my advice would be take your not talking about it and not being really outspoken about it one step further and just don't. I think, I think that – the truth of the matter is that's where you need to be. Yeah. If I mean, someone again, and, I don't, and you know I don't what? know enough maybe about Morocco. I mean, you do bring up a good point, Dan. That maybe we don't. Maybe we are kind of just maligning an entire region right. unnecessarily. But we're not maligning. Like when you don't know, it's better to it, not the, do. The real answer yeah. is shut the hell up. Yeah. Yeah. Talk I mean, about anything else. Do not talk about that. It's yeah. And I don't and think that's and being and I want to talk about why. I don't think that's not being firm in your beliefs and i don't mm-hmm. I, I, you know like i i also i don't there's being honest and then there's being honest mm-hmm. right and i think it's okay sometimes for the little white lies 
to help us out in situations. I mean, well, for let me example, tell you something. I wouldn't be going to Morocco and being dancing around being gay. No. Right. That would be stupid. I wouldn't do it. There's a lot of places in this world where I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't be terribly comfortable in a lot of parts of the South, yeah. to be honest. Absolutely. You know? Um, the truth of the matter is this. Uh, you're an atheist. You're not going to hell if you lie. <laughs> I like I, I have a huge degree of like integrity issues. Like I never like to lie. I hate lying as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. hate it. It's bad for you. It's it is bad for you. It's bad for you. But you know what? Go to Morocco, tell them whatever the fuck they want to hear. Yeah. Well, I think it, there's an easy way to go about it without being totally like disingenuous right i think you could say well you know like i i really don't have any strong beliefs one or, way or the other um oh you know or I, I haven't been going to church i don't yeah i don't i don't really go to church i right. think that's fine that kind of thing you're probably that's, safe you're not making you're not asserting anything right as a belief system you're right. just saying you're just because they'll make their own assumptions just hedge just yeah. just get your uh, get yourself out of that conversation. It's yeah. even okay to say, you know what? I'm not comfortable talking about religion. Yeah. I think they might actually I don't know. I don't know. Or 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 just turn it back on them and say, "Well, what tell me about your religion? I yeah, don't know exactly. much about it." Yeah, exactly. If you're in, that if you're interested. Yeah, you could just I mean, that's actually perfect. You know, I'm not very religious. Tell me about your religion. Yeah. That's like almost perfect. They'll feel great about that. Yeah. They will like, love oh, it. Well, you know, we believe in X, Y, and Z, and you'll probably find it really interesting. Right. I mean, if you're anything like me, because I, I, I think that Islam's fascinating, but right. it's mind, mind how you terrifying. Ask, mind what leading questions you ask, <laughs> mind you. You don't want to be like, so why do you guys kill everybody? Why? Tell me this about about Islam. Why do you like to blow people up so much? That's what I'd like to. Yeah, don't don't yeah. come at it from that angle. And we also don't know the the exact situation that she's going into. Right. I mean, if it's like a university setting, maybe it's a little bit better. But here's what I want to talk about. Know. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead away from Morocco for a second because okay. I couldn't find anything about them. But here's how here's how I want you to think about this. Um, I don't know if you've seen this in the news, Frank, but there was a a little girl in Pakistan recently who she's, she was a Christian, um, which is a very, very small minority in Pakistan. Okay. Um, and she, by all, by, by all reliable accounts, she is an 11 year old girl who probably has down syndrome. Okay. Or some sort of mental problem. Okay. She was, Burning some garbage. Okay. And accidentally or, you know, somehow managed to th throw on some pages from a book that teaches kids about the Quran. Mm. Which means that there were some Quranic verses in the book. So it wasn't the Quran. Oh, no, 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 no. But it was a recognizable book uh, and it has Quranic verses in it. Yeah. And it got burned. Okay. This girl is now in jail. She's 11 years old. Okay. Now, the police claim she's 16 years old and therefore in, in Pakistan legally an adult. Oh, dear God. Okay. And but, probably nothing sort of – no sort of mental – No. Oh, no. Yeah. They, they claim she's, a, like she's, she's fully they, – they claim she has full mental, mental capacity and that she's 16. Wow. Okay. Now, we won't know this because 
she is being kept in solitary confinement. Okay. Now, that is actually probably for her own safety. Because in Pakistan, if you are charged with blasphemy, which mm-hmm. is what she is charged with, okay, it is likely, it is almost as likely that you will be killed by a mob <laughs> than it is that you will be arrested, that, that you'll be killed by the state. Oh my god! It's just the most dangerous thing that can possibly happen. Right now, we are talking about Pakistan here. Correct. A little different than Morocco. A lot different than Morocco. Um, but again, that a Muslim country, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 this is what ends up happening. Yeah, I, w- I also want to remind you of the story that happened. Um, oh, when was it? It was back in. Um, it was only a few months ago. Let me see if I can mm-hmm. find a dateline on this. Which which story are you talking about? There was a man in uh, Indonesia. Oh, yeah, okay. Who went onto Facebook. I think we spoke mm-hmm. about this a little bit. He went onto mm-hmm. Facebook and he said, uh, he, he typed the, the phrase, there is no God. Yeah, no, God I, does not yeah, exist. I completely, yeah, I remember the story. He was arrested and faced five years yeah. in jail yep. for typing that phrase. Yeah. This is the kind of thing, like these are, also you know. Also Muslim country. Another Muslim country. He didn't he didn't say anything he didn't say anything bad about Islam. Right. He didn't say anything mean. Mm-hmm. He said nothing that was that, that was uh, like hurtful to anybody. He made that one statement mm-hmm. and it was enough to get him fa- to for him to face 5 years in mm-hmm. jail. Yeah. It is not worth it for an American tourist to go and risk anything. Yeah. It's just it's just not worth it. It's like people who decide that they that they're so that they need their weed so much that they're willing to travel with it and uh, risk yeah. getting oh, thrown in no jail. No way. No way. No way. Yeah. It's just not worth it. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much how much it offends your your integrity, your sense of 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 being who you are no matter mm-hmm. what. Yeah. If you're in one of these countries, if you're in a predominantly it's Muslim just being country, smart. I mean, just don't just don't yeah. do it. We we can't have it on our conscience, Karen. <laughs> yeah, so we're laying this on very thick. <laughs> um, well, no, I mean, I think, but I think that it's an important to thing to point out. We you about Morocco. <laughs> yeah. Which, tradi- no, I mean, traditionally, Morocco. Morocco was like, go. I mean, that's where Europe went to have a party. Yeah. Was Morocco. Go to Morocco. I mean, have a you great know. time out there. But, but you're right to be, to to ask the question, is yeah. this a dis- topic of discussion? Just don't do it. Yeah, just, I would just be smart about it and just use use nice little euphemisms. That would be my my advice is use nice little euphemisms that you feel comfortable with, such as "I'm not religious." Sure, I'm not religious. I but grew you know up what? in a Christian house, but I'm not religious. But you know what? Let's you know? come up with some more fun things that she could say. Let's let's come up with some. If someone says, "So, what religion are you?" You're, or they say, "Are you Christian?" You're a Christian, aren't you? Because more than likely, all they're going to do is just assume that you're Christian. Yeah, they won't. Yeah, they won't. Right. They won't wonder about what kind of Christian you are. That's mm-hmm. not even something that would occur to them. More than I, likely, they would just say you're a Christian, right? I think the correct if it came up. response with the whole Christian thing is to sort of do the American abroad Canadian thing, which is you say you're Jewish, <laughs> because my understanding is throughout the Muslim world they really like Jews. <laughs> It's like traveling in Europe. You want to say you're Canadian. I don't think they like Jews. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think you might be 
<laughs> tricking people right now. Yeah, no, don't, you know, don't do here, here's what you say. You say you're Buddhist. Oh, I don't know that that's going to work. It'll just throw them for a loop. They won't know what to do, and they'll just move on. I don't know if that'll say, work. Say you're Shinto. Ooh, that could really confuse. <laughs> that'll confuse. They'll just yeah. be so confused, they will move on. Although then they might get They'll fascinated questions. and ask you. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. No, the best thing is, it's just, I mean, I guess, yeah, if if you're asked point blank, are you Christian? I, I think that's where you say, th- you, 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 oh, well, you deflect. You, you need a dodge. Yeah, you I deflect. Grew, oh, I grew up, yeah, my, oh, my family's Christian, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, or you know. Sure, yeah, I grew up, or, or you're, you're like, ah, yeah, I don't go to church very much anymore right now. I'm in a... <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I was raised Christian, or yeah. as a or you could just say something like, yeah, I you can, if they say are you Christian, you can be like hell yeah, I yeah do that, <laughs> bring out a little cross, yeah, wave a flag, oh yeah. yeah, I am Christian, flaunt it, get one of those like I heart Jesus hats, <laughs> yes, like my Halloween costume this year, yeah, that, like, oh that's true, you were you were a Jesus freak for I Halloween, was a Jesus freak, yeah, how'd that go over? I was in Salt Lake. It was fine. <laughs> I wasn't in Morocco. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, it's just such a oh, how crazy that it, I mean these people they don't even like Christians, but they'd rather hear that you were Christian than you don't believe in God. Oh yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, that's the case. And yeah. uh, and but here's the deal: maybe yeah. one of our listeners has actually been to Morocco and has a better has a better you know sense of specifically morocco the lay of the land we are generalizing sort of we're taking the little bit that we know about you know predominantly muslim countries right and we are kind of well and we're taking the worst examples we we know about we know that there are blasphemy like horrible blasphemy laws in iran yeah we know that there are really powerful blasphemy laws in 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 a lot of really really strict countries that doesn't mean it applies to all muslim countries So if 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 you do know, and we're just talking, sh- just absolutely out of our out of our butts here, which is which exactly we, what's which happening, is what we're kind of doing, um, then uh, please go onto the help, Facebook, go onto the Facebook, and give Karen some good advice. Yeah, or or email us. You know, if and we, we can forward it on to Karen, or yeah. or we'll yeah we'll talk about it, or we'll, yeah. we could post something onto the Facebook or whatever. Sure. So yeah, let us know. Uh, I'd love to hear what Morocco's like in terms of no religion. Clue. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I just all I know about it is from that one episode of Absolutely Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's not the most informed person on on, yeah. the, the, on Morocco. <laughs> I don't know, I, yeah, I barely know anything about Morocco. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, or or, I or, that... or Ishtar, I guess, would be the other. Wasn't that in Morocco? I don't know. Casablanca is in Morocco. Oh, oh I see that too. Yeah. yeah so yeah, and okay. I, you, you can uh, you can hide from Nazis there. Yeah. Or the Nazis, the Nazis were running the place. We're running the place. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Be careful for Nazis while you're there too. It, well, yeah. Don't mention your religion. They, and watch they out for Nazis. S- they say they've gotten them out. <laughs> But they're. But we have Frank and I have no evidence that we, the Nazis are we gone. We don't know that they're really gone. We have nothing to prove that the Nazis have left yeah. Morocco. So 
they're kind of those yeah. are the things we want you to look out for. Don't say that you're an atheist and watch out for Nazis. And don't say you're a Nazi. And don't say that you're because a Nazi. They don't like the Nazis. Well, Just we, because uh, they're still there doesn't mean they like. We them. we don't know one way or the other on the on how they'll respond to <laughs> Nazism. So so yeah, just just don't talk about atheism and don't talk about Nazis. Yeah, and then you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. And find a gin joint somewhere yeah. and and meet somebody. Oh, that would be lovely. Have have Sam play play that that song. There you go. I wonder if there's a place that. That reenacts that. <laughs> there should be. There should be. There should be a, a place that has a guy at a piano and his uh-huh. name is Sam. Uh huh. And you can just they, just, just they just reenact scenes from Casablanca. Play it for me, Sam. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. that'd be great. Fun. Well, to uh, to inform us about our ignorance about Morocco, or for any other purpose, if you want to contact us. You can email us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Yeah, or you can uh, you can go to the Facebook uh, or the Twitter feed. Uh, that's Facebook slash TGI Atheist. Yes, and uh, the, our voicemail is 424-666-8442. That's 424-666-TGIA. Yeah. So, hey, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yeah, have a good one. All right, bye. Bye-bye.